Holy Spirit, give me the word. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world that you are in. This is the Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. I'm joined by the most prolific evangelist and soul getter and earth cleaner in the world. Her name is Evangelist, and she is here with me. Uh, open your Bibles to Romans chapter 8, um, just so you can go with us, because I think it's unfair for me to get here, to get dressed, to come over here and minister a word, a life-changing word, if you will, that's going to save your life, because we're in the middle of a famine and guess what? And that somebody said, what do you mean we're in the middle? Have you seen what the price of gas is? This is the voice of dominion. Y'all better listen to me. Guess what? It went up another 40 cents in two weeks since I filled up the last time. And I thank God he gave me wisdom to buy a van that's four cylinders but runs like a Maserati. It'll seat rubber all over the street, but it's four cylinders. It's really good on gas. I'm averaging about 16 to 18 gallons uh, 16 to 18 miles per gallon, depending on whether it's highway. But I, in, in the city, if I'm not taking a trip, it's half highway and half the streets because the people around here on Vermont and Century, they drive like they're on the highway. They're doing 60, 70 miles an hour. So all you got to do is get in that flow. Everybody's in a hurry going somewhere, somewhere to do nothing. And it just perplexes me. But we want to talk about, we've been talking about your faith. Um, hold it, hold your Bibles right there. Okay. And, and, uh, Miss Evangelist, Mrs. Evangelist is going to read this for us in Romans chapter eight, but let's just go. This is a meditation scripture that I have had and I've been reading and staying with it. It has really blessed me because I, I came across it in my daily reading time. And the Lord told me, he said, listen, I want you to meditate that. Okay. And I'm going to read this part right here. Can you go to, you want to go, you want to follow me? Or you just want to wait on? No waiting. Okay. Uh, John 14, 1. Okay. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. So right there, the Holy Spirit is bringing the Jews and the Gentiles, and we are Gentile conversions. As Christians, we are Gentile conversions. We've been converted to believe in Christ through his death, burial, and resurrection. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So Jesus is saying there's a kingdom and the place prepared for us in the kingdom if we would believe on him. He said, and he's he starts off by telling them, let not your heart be troubled. That is the most prophetic. That word is sling slingshot right into this post-pandemic, continuing pandemic time that we live in, inflation. I started out talking about gas. It's 50 cents more per gallon than it was. And, and, and I said, man, I, got all, I keep all my receipts for tax reasons. And I said, man, I'm going to go back and see what it was this time last year. It's gone up $2.50 per gallon. Since last year. Now, somebody said, well, big deal. How does what does that have to do with what you're talking about? What I'm talking about is you need to have faith in Jesus Christ th through Jesus Christ in the father to believe that no matter what the price goes to, if the price go to a hundred dollars a gallon, I'm rolling to the studio to do a show. I ain't walking. I ain't catching no bus. 
I ain't thumbing no ride. I ain't calling no Uber, no Lyft. I'm driving my van, which is very nice, a very nice vehicle, late model, low miles and all that. I'm driving it and I'm going to pull it up to the gas tank. And when I pull it up, I ain't putting in no two dollars, which won't even get you that. That won't even get you a third of a gallon of gas. A third of a gallon. I think where I, when I filled up yesterday, it was five sixty six. uh, 565.9, which is $5.66. Now, that was at a major uh, wholesale place, and I'm smart. I could go to Mobile or or Exxon or or Union 76, these major uh, gas distributors on the corners taking up the most uh, profitable real estate, and that price is high. I looked at one down down here was 649. So that's almost 80 cents more per gallon than what where I get mine. And I'm getting top-notch gas. I'm using wisdom. And those are the three benefits. One, protection from sickness, disease, and premature death. Two is protection from an economic system that is imploding at the speed of light. What is that? The economics of this world, this world system. All three of them are in the world. Okay. And three, from being stressed because I don't know what to do about it. In other words, how do you do that? The wisdom of God. God's going to give you wisdom. He's going to give you comfort. The Holy Spirit's going to come and and be with you. Okay? He says here in verse 4, And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know that way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, we want to go down here to verse 12 because that's my meditation scripture. Even one of the disciples that followed Jesus had doubts. You must eradicate fear and doubt and unbelief out of your life because if you do not, you will be stressed because the political system, the politicians, they do not have the answers for that we live in. The economic Pundits of this world, the Wall Street big money boys do not have the answers for the time that we live in. Okay, the church leadership does not have the answers. Okay, and I say that because I'm going to show you why I say that in just a second, because as we meditate the scripture in John 14, 12, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall you do also. So if you really believe and you a preacher that has the answer, why aren't you manifesting the works of Jesus Christ? I'm not talking about going to church. I'm not talking about giving a little labadoo. I ain't talking about preaching and the same people who sick go home sick. The same people who broke go home broke. The same people who who perplexed and confused, they go home perplexed and confused. Oh, they feel good. It's a feel good message. This is not a feel good message. I'm tra- watch watch the second part of the scripture here. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall you do also. Why isn't the church doing that? Why is it not happening? Okay, you're a preacher. I'm a preacher. I've had glimpses, and I've and I have uh, uh, material manifestations, but not to the place where I can feed five thousand people with with uh, go go to one store, get a grocery bag full of groceries. And feed, and hold it up to God and say, bless this, and feed 5,000 men, it says. It didn't say men, women, and children. It said men. And you know where men are at? There's women. There's more women than men. That's traditional all through the church. 
Jesus had his some of his most faithful followers that were not the apostles were women that had, had been converted. Okay? So it could have been over 10 to 12,000 people he fed with one grocery bag. And if we let's be liberal, one grocery cart of, of, of food, he fed up to 12, 15,000 people. Because where there's women, where there's men, there's women. Where men and women are at, they're going to get together and have children's. <laughs> so the children's is there to me. It, mama, where what did is, what is, what is mama going? The children's going. The winners, bitch, bitch. And they all came together here. Jesus, ain't no telling. It could have been 20,000 people there. How come we can't do that? How come this, this the anointing to multiply and work in the glorious work of Jesus Christ, how come the modern day church hasn't come to that? So I don't care how long your church been on the corner. I don't care what kind of car you drive. Is it paid for? Okay, and I'm believing God to get totally out of debt, but my needs is met, my bills is paid, I have plenty more to put in store. I don't worry about the the, the one thing that concerns me at the first of every month is getting everybody paid right now. I hate to write people checks and it's two weeks, ten days, five days, eight days before they cash it. Because I am I am uh uh what is the word? Uh 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 anal about paying my debts on time. When? Not the day after. Not the week after. Not the, not, not the month after. The day of or before. And I have excellent credit as a result of that. Why? Because there's some things I want to do. And if you and guess what? That's after I've given 25 to 50% of my money to the gospel. Say After. So, and I said to the Lord one time, I said, man, if I wasn't giving the way I was giving, guess what? I could already, I could pay cash for a house here in California right now. The average house in California is about $750,000, seven fifty, somewhere between seven and nine, depending on, between, depending on how many bedrooms and bathrooms. One house can be seven fifty, and the other one be nine fifty in the same neighborhood. One has an extra bathroom and an extra bedroom that drives the price up because more people can get in there. And we live in a place where, in some of these houses, you got fifteen people living in the house. Now, come on, I live next door to one. Hallelujah, and I'm and I'm moving. Okay, but I'm saying that to you. He said in verse twelve, "Verily, verily, I say unto you." He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Now watch this second part. He didn't that that first part of that promise is so great, it takes you a lifetime to ascend to that. But watch this. He says, and greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. Because I have already gone to the Father. Because I'm going through the cross, through my death, burial, and resurrection, I will ascend in Acts chapter 1, and I'm going to be with the Father. So the, the blood sacrifice has already been paid for me to do it. Do you believe on him? Do you believe in Jesus Christ the same way he believed in the Father? Okay, the creator of the universe. 13 says, and whatsoever you ask in my name... Whatever you ask in the name of Jesus, I will do it that the Father may be glorified in the Son. That word son is not talking about Jesus Christ. It's talking about, that's a generic word for sons and daughters of God who really believe. 
And the church has been stuck in a religious rut for over 100 years, man. It's just skeeching, skeeching rubber going around in circles. Like these, these guys come up in the streets and they had these things. And then all these all these ignorant people sitting around last week, they was doing donuts in the middle of a major intersection. And the guy lost, lost control of the car and ran into the crowd and killed a couple people. Now, what you doing sitting around watching that? Knowing he got a high-powered car, he ain't doing nothing but burning rubber. And you sitting there. See, that's a lack of wisdom. And it and accounted for the premature death of two to three people and countless injuries because he lost control of it and ran over into the crowd. Okay. Stupid. You don't have no wisdom. That's one of the one of the things he said. Now it says here in verse uh John 14, 14, if you ask anything in my name, in the name of Jesus, say it with me, in the name of Jesus. One more time, in the name of Jesus. Say it again, in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, I ask you, Father, I ask you to give me a greater income flow. To give me a greater income in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to protect me from premature death. In the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to protect me from sickness, disease, and infirmity. In the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you for wisdom to comprehend and apply earthly and godly direction to every situation. In the name of Jesus. He said, I would, if you ask me anything. In my name, I will do it. So why are we sick? Why? Now, it didn't say you will never get sick. In there, it didn't say you never get sick. That in the name of Jesus made me, made me get this thing, get this, get this COVID off of me, Lord. See, because it was lawbreakers walking all around. I was at the gym working out one day and they had a stern mask wearing. They had to open the gyms back up, but you had to have a mask on. They was checking temperatures at the door. And here I am working on the machine next to a guy. He didn't He didn't have a mask on. I said, man, where your mask at? Lawbreaker? Gentile lawbreaker? I want to say heathen because some people get offended by that name, but it's all through the Bible. He said, don't you worry about my mask. You just get yours on. Thank you for protecting me. I said, well, where's my protection? I went downstairs and told the man at the the desk, the man at the desk, I said, you got people upstairs. And see, here's the bad part about it. He huffing and puffing on a machine right next to me, blowing his breath all over me. And then he sneezed. He called. And I thought, dang, I got to get I got to get off this machine here. They didn't have but the one I was on. They had a couple other ones. And I would have had to wait to get on there, but he just wasn't safe. He was a lawbreaker. So you can't break God's laws and the laws of the land. OK, and think that God's going to bless you. It's not going to happen. So now let's go to Romans chapter eight. Mm-hmm. 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 I got to get back over there. Come on. This thing should be taking me right back to where there it is. Okay, so we're going to read Romans chapter eight, verse one. So with John 14, 12 to 14 as our foundation, and it has become my foundation because as I continue to meditate that three, four, 10, 12, 14, when I first started meditating, I was meditating it uh, 20, 30 times a day. 
I'd be doing something on my computer and get up, go to the bathroom, and the Holy Spirit say, meditate the word, John 14, 12 through 14. I was just letting it come out. What you are doing is you're filling yourself with the expectation and retraining your soul to literally believe that you can do the same works that Jesus did. No, that's not a power outage. Say lie. When you meditate scripture, you are transforming your soul and retraining your soul to ascend to any promise that's in that Bible. Now, this promise here covers everything in life. You got 7,000 promises to talk about God giving you some more money. I don't know how many healing scriptures there are. I need to go through that. Just start in Genesis one day and see how many times God is talking about you getting some more money or somebody in that his subject, what man or woman is getting some more money. I've been told there's over 7,000 of them that I, I do know this, that the number one subject in the Bible is the acquisition of abundance, increase, prosperity, wealth, and riches. That is increase of material wealth, money and otherwise. Okay. Number one. Now you think about all the people who were sick, who got healed before Jesus came. Okay, you if you go to first Kings 17, which is uh, where Elisha was at the brook Kidron, it it uh, dried up. He went through a famine. He was being tested. And then he went to the, 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 the widow at Zarephath and he said, give me give he said, what what have you? Give me some water. And then he asked for some. He asked for a cake. Okay. And she said, I don't have enough to give you none because I have just enough for me and my son to eat what was left and die. And he said to her, give me, make me a cake first and your meal and your oil will not run out. In other words, I'm going to take you into a supernatural flow. And then right after that. After the Bible says she paid off all because she was in debt. Her husband had died. She was in debt up to her eyebrows. She was going to have to sell her son as a slave to somebody to pay off that debt. And then before, but rather than do that, she said, I just, me and him are just starved to get starved to death together. Before I sell my son into slavery to one of these heathen out here, some debt that my husband made. So debt can supernatural divine debt cancellation is in the Bible. And the Bible says it's, she she paid off all of her debt, that oil and, and that cruise of oil and that flour that she had kept going and she made cakes. She started selling cakes and she came totally out of debt and praised the Lord. Did, you, did she believe in the name of Jesus? She believed in the name of God. Jesus hadn't come yet, but it's the same faith. She executed faith and it knows how to execute it. There is something that you need to do. You meditate the scripture. When the light comes on, ask the Holy Spirit what you need to do to start walking in that. And I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it right now. I'm looking for the manifestation in five areas. And I was, uh, man, I was banging it. I was banging at that door, knock, knock, and the door shall be open. Ask and you shall have. What is that? That's Luke chapter 9. That's one of your favorite scriptures, isn't it? When it talks about receiving the Holy Spirit, I had been praying in spirit all day and I had got up in the morning, was going to start hammering. And the Lord said, no, 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 no. It's already done. You don't, you don't have to do it two times a day. Now, just do it once. There's five things I'm asking for. And three of them got to do with some money. Debt cancellation. I'm believing God to go into the hundredfold turn. That's 
hundredfold return, which is that's a, a Genesis 26, 12, 13 and 14. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When you see Isaac there moving into, and the Bible says severe famine came. Every time you see a famine in the Bible, there's an outpouring and, and wealth transfer that takes place. So when you when you look there, the Bible says he sold in the land. He just kept giving his money to God and kept sacrificing to God, even though everybody around here was starving. Hello. And then it's, and then it says, then he sold in the land. Well, when the Lord told him to where the Lord told him to and why the Lord told him to and to who the Lord told him to. OK. And then it says, and then the Lord blessed him. He made it perpetual. He moved into the supernatural provision of money. And the Bible says he waxed strong. The man waxed strong and became great. He went forward until he became very great. So the blessing didn't stop. Once you get into the glory. It don't stop. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Once you start, and guess what? And here's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help me stay around on track. The Holy Spirit, because I have to give so many testimonies. Sometimes I get halfway through them, and another scripture will come up, and I forget to get the end. So right after that, her son passed away. Oh, hallelujah. And Elisha said, Hallelujah. Bring hither thy son. The Bible said he laid on him and raised him from the dead. So he spent that time during the famine getting prepared for his glorious time. He spoke the famine into existence, just like I'm speaking this one into existence. I know what I'm doing, but your faith has to be purged. Of what? Yourself, Satan, and the system. Those are the three pollutants to, to, to your faith. Say it with me. Myself. Myself. Now, why would you? Why would we say myself? Because guess what? You have to spend the time to meditate, read, study, pray in the spirit, pray in the understanding. You have to requisition God, first of all. And 99 percent. And see, if you really don't believe that God will produce anything for you, you're not going to ask for it. You're not going to ask for it. The people that come to our service at 9815 South Vermont Avenue every Saturday morning, I have, I said, look, put five things on a piece of paper. Okay. And that's, I did the same thing myself. I have a prayer list with five things on it. And I said, and I want you to go to God. And I want you to hold them up, believing you receive them right now. Jesus said the things that he did shall you do also and even greater. Is it ever recorded anywhere? Jesus asked the father to do something and it didn't happen. What? Never, nada, zilch. Okay, so he raised him. He raised the boy from the dead. Let's look here. Um, Romans chapter eight, one. So we talked about. I'm gonna preface this because we only got a few minutes. We, we can spend five minutes on this, and I'm gonna let you make the altar call. And you have any comments or, or that you want to add to what I just said? I'm gonna give you the opportunity to, to speak up because I know that you are full and you you quiet. Sometimes you hold it in. I want you to let it out. Evangelist, because you fool. No, you said everything. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was an easy exit. <laughs> She's sitting up here grinning and sniggling. Okay, <laughs> I'm giving you an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, no, you said everything. Yeah, well, praise God, but we won't let you say everything. Sometime, all right? We're gonna let you say these scriptures here. Romans uh, eight one. Romans 8 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in 
Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Those who walk in the spirit. See, what I'm really saying to you is you and, and this word condemnation here in the first, it says a verdict, an adverse verdict or sentence against somebody. Now, Jesus blood already paid for all your sin, past, present, and future. God ain't going to judge you. The word going to judge you. You're going to judge yourself by whether or not you do what God said to get to that place, whether or not you really do hunger and thirst for the maximum level of participation of the Holy Spirit in the kingdom of God in your life. Okay. So condemnation comes from the devil. As soon as you start operating in faith, the Bible says, fear not. Oh, as soon as you start operating and ask God for something and really start believing it, up pop the devil. The Bible says the devil cometh immediately to steal the word out of your heart, to steal your faith, to crumble your faith. So you have to know that guess what? When he comes in, you don't really think you's going to get a new four bedroom, three bathroom house paid for while all these people out here paying all these mortgages for 30 years. Do you, Chris? You don't really think you don't know nobody else that did it. Who is that talking? That's the devil. And you got to cast down imaginations. I can't. When I hear that stuff, man, and I do hear it, I cast it down. I cast that down, and the devil get the blood testifies against you, devil. I put that blood on him and stick him with one of them words. I can do all things by Christ Jesus who's streaming. He, 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 I stick him. And guess what? He starts running. Read it again, and I'm going to let you keep read on down. Number one, there is therefore now no condemnation. What, 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 what? Now? There's no condemnation now. Keep going. No condemnation. There is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. You fellowshipping with the spirit. Go ahead. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made us free from the law of sin and death. Which is condemnation. Go ahead. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemn sin in the flesh. Go ahead. So when you talk about life in the flesh, that's everything outside of walking, walking in the spirit. What is walking in the spirit? Listening to the Holy Spirit, praying, making your prayer requests, listening to the Holy Spirit and doing what he told you to do day to day, place to place, situation to situation. See, when you're at a supermarket and somebody's in front of you and he say, pay for their groceries, Okay, and I've done it I don't know how many times. And you try you you in the line acting like you don't hear what God told you to do for the people. Okay, he told you to do it. And then you're oh, was it was that you yeah, you ain't walking in the spirit, you're walking in the flesh. Go ahead. Number four, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the the righteousness may be full. What is righteousness? Right standing with God. He is not condemning you. He's not judging you. The world has judged itself. Go ahead, verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnal mind, carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because of the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed. This world system is based on flesh. 
the economic system, the religious system. I didn't say the church, the real church, the remnant of the church, the remnant of God's men who really preach this gospel, okay, and who have verifiable signs, miracles, and wonders operate. I got a bunch of them, but these are, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go to the greater works now. I'm ready to move up a notch. I'm ready to be promoted. Thank you. Thank you. The Lord said, believe you receive right now. You already promoted. I believe I already received it. I'm looking for a t- place for God to work a miracle. But the scripture that I wanted to get to, okay, is verse 19. Okay, go ahead. Romans 8, 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature, what is that? All of the creation of God waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. See, if you go back to John 4, he he talked about that the sons may be glorified. The whole earth, all of God's creation is waiting on that. I want you to think about that. And I'm right now have the advantage that she's going to lead y'all to the Lord and and pray a prayer for you to get filled with the spirit. Um. In the word it says, uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. That God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, you shall be saved. For with your heart you believe and are justified, and with your mouth you confess salvation. So if you repeat this prayer after me, it says, Dear God, forgive me for my sin. I believe that's burial and resurrection of Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart and live inside of me. Lord, oh God. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me my purpose. Give me joy. Amen. This is the Possum Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast, 424-261-3208. Call me. You can visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue. We taping YouTube live every week. God bless you.